episode 34 of the Cigar Box Guitar Builder Podcast. This is Adam Harrison from Birdwood Guitars, and I'm in my car. Yes, I'm in my car. Um, it's hard to find the time sometimes to to do the podcast, but I love doing the podcast. It's um, it's kind of become my baby. It's my baby. I love my podcast. And I love it when people are driving next to me and they can see when I do the podcast in the car, people look and they think, is this dude talking to himself? Who the hell is he talking to? I'm talking to you. All those amazing, wonderful people out there in podcast land who uh, who have been listening to the Cigar Box Guitar Builder podcast. Um, we are nearing 4,000 plays and I'm stoked. I'm absolutely stoked. It's a really niche little um, little group we've got, and uh, and it's it's kind of averaging out to about I suppose a hundred listens per episode, which you know I'm, I think it's a little less than that to be honest with you at the moment. But um, considering the fact that we've got forty one um, uh, wonderful people who are supporting the show as regular listeners. Um, or thereabouts. It's uh, it's it's a fantastic thing. So thank you so much for for listening uh, to the show. I honestly I really appreciate it. Um, one of the things when I first set about doing the show, um, one of the things that that I had in mind, I, I never envisaged the show to be um, the type of show where I was interviewing um, other builders all the time. Uh, don't get me wrong, I I love it. I really enjoy it. And in fact, um, I've actually learnt a, a heck of a lot from uh, from being able to listen to people like you know like uh, uh, John Nickel and Nigel McTrustry and you know and and uh, you know Groovy Pat Proctor from last week. You know, just just shooting the breeze, just having a chat to people. Um, Mark Wilmot of of uh, MRWS as well has been a, a, a huge wealth of information and uh, and he's been he's been really great and he's been a wonderful supporter of the show. In fact, he's he's um you know he's kind of the uh, he's he's also a guest host you know and uh, and he's been very open and, and giving of his time and uh, and I truly appreciate uh, him doing that so regularly. Um. But I suppose one of the things about the show was it was the show was always kind of meant to be uh, an opportunity for me to give back, and the industry has given me so much. Um, being able to you know to build these build these uh, amazing little instruments and have people like them and enjoy them and. Um, you know, and and it's 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 very humbling uh, in many ways. So the show for me was always a, a way for me to try and give back and kind of, I suppose, spread the love, spread the love around. Uh, you know, just to offer you know myself as um, you know as an example of maybe things that have gone right, uh, and maybe offer myself as examples of maybe things where things haven't gone right. Um, uh, where I've made you know stuff up, some mistakes, and and all that sort of all that sort of malarkey. Um, so yeah, so the the the, the show will continue uh, with interviews. 
Um, but I'm also going to include more um, more personal content uh, as well as you know as the interviews because the idea was always for me to kind of share what I know uh, as well. So uh, that you know there'll, there'll be uh, there'll be I'm hoping to kind of balance it out. So we'll have you know uh, maybe a couple of weeks a month where you know I'll be able to have a chat with you know other builders out there, and there'll be a couple of you know a couple of weeks uh, a month where. I can talk to you about the things that I've seen or things that I've discovered um, out and about. Uh, I've also wanted to, um, I've been in contact with a couple of um, performers uh, who perform using cigar box guitar, in, uh, cigar box instruments or roots instruments. Um, and uh, they've been very giving and they've, they've, they've been very happy for me to actually play some of their songs on the podcast, so I will um, endeavour to uh, to play uh, some music as well, um, and maybe you know it'll, it'll give you an opportunity to to hear some hear some bands or hear some performance maybe you haven't uh, had a chance to listen to uh, listen to before. Um, other news, I suppose, uh, for the podcast is that there is now um, a patron uh, a patron section uh, for content. Uh, so those people who have signed on as patrons, um, I will be offering. Uh, I'll be trying to offer. As, as I've got to figure out how to how to do it properly yet, but uh, I will be uh, offering extra content available for those people who have signed on and uh, and have subscribed. Um, on the little button when I podcast, uh, when I send uh, the extra uh, the extra podcasts out, I suppose a patron-only podcast, I haven't clicked the button that says $1 and over. So at the moment, I believe it's open to all subscribers, I'm hoping. Please, if it's not the case, um, can you give me a buzz? Give me a, give me a, um, let me know, because it's, I suppose it's difficult from my point of view, I haven't, like, because I'm not on the receiving end of the podcast, I suppose. Um, so I suppose I'll have a look and I'll see. Um, but if, if there's ever an issue with anything, please don't hesitate to, to get in contact with me through the comments section or through the Cigar Box Guitar Builder podcast, um, the group that we've actually set up. Uh, it's there for you, and it's there. the group is actually there for you to share your builds um, and share your experiences. Um, shows, if you've seen anyone out, out and about playing um, you know, roots instruments, roots inspired instruments, um, or homemade instruments. I should say that I suppose because I'm. I must admit I'm. I'm. I'm definitely uh, a blues lover, and a rock lover. Um, you know, obviously metal and stuff like that. And um, I'm not. I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily a, a, a roots music um, buff, if that makes any sense at all um so i'm not really into the folksy folksy stuff but i respect it and i've it's kind of cool in a way because as the more i've been involved in building um homemade instruments um the more i've been able to appreciate different different forms of music that i suppose you know 10 years ago i, I wouldn't have imagined that i'd listen to uh you know things like country you know country I, it's it was never, um, it was never something that I even would have thought about um, listening to. But now it's, I can appreciate it. It's still not my favourite t- form of music, but um, it's definitely, it's definitely up there. Um, you know, as a technically interesting 
art form. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not overly enthusiastic about country and western, but it's uh, I can I can definitely appreciate it, and I can see where um, you know rock and roll came out of the the mix of blues and country, and you know, and so yeah, it's all good. Um, yeah, I sound like I'm rambling. I apologise. Um, I don't mean to, but it's um, the reason that I wanted to do. I suppose the theme behind today's podcast is. I wanted to talk about the builders who have um, have really inspired me, and I suppose uh, I've found these people through um, through Instagram and through YouTube and through Facebook. Obviously, uh, Facebook, I suppose, being the being the real the really big one. Um, I suppose to start with, probably my biggest, um, my biggest influence, um, oh gosh, it's, it's difficult to kind of say, the, my biggest influence, um, as far as a business is concerned, I suppose that you have to look at it through, from some different angles, because there's, there's certainly, you know, there's, there's in, independent builders who, um, who build one instrument at a time, and they won't, like people like, you know, the amazing Pat Proctor from last week, who, who build in, uh, utterly, you know, beautiful instruments, um, you know, with a, with a, an incredible skill, I mean, the parquetry, um, uh, form of building that he uses to create the boxes and the frames, and that, you know, it's, it's really quite beautiful, you know, to look at that type of work. But as Pat was saying, he builds, you know, one instrument at a time. And, you know, when, when he goes to, when he goes and does markets, he'll, he'll take, you know, maybe five or six instruments and that might be it. Whereas the difference for me is that I, you know, I tend to build a lot more. My idea is, you know, I, I have a different uh, view of where I want um, birdwood guitars to, uh, to go. Um, do I envisage birdwood guitars um building out of a factory with employees one day, um, I would like to say yes. Um, I would like to uh, definitely take, you know, my, I suppose, backyard business um, and create something uh, more financially viable or something where I'm actually employing people, I'm actually, you know, promoting the industry and um, teaching uh, people who will go forward, you know, um, you know, working with me, uh, it's not just a case of, you know, tackling, you know, my son and my two daughters and say, right, well, this is it, this is the family business, you're going to get into it, that's, that's not my idea of what's going to happen, but, um, you know, I would like for my business to actually develop and go bigger and get to a stage where I can't work out of the, uh, work out of the, uh, the hole under the house, you know, where I, I would actually have to have, um, you know, a, I suppose a factory setup or a workshop. Or maybe workshop might be a better way to say it instead of factory. It's a, a workshop setup. Um, you know, with proper dust extraction, with you know proper you know all the all of the you know decent lighting and you know and a and a little showroom you know attached to the front or something like that and and have a couple of people working you know working for me. Um, yeah, whether it's an, I don't know whether it would be an apprenticeship. It's not certainly not woodworking <laughs> well it is woodworking but it's not like carpentry you know or joinery or anything like that and you know and I'm, I'm coming into it having self-taught um, I don't have any you know have any paper skills 
as far as building is concerned. But, um, you know, it's, I kind of wanted to look at the, look at the business business, you know, the, the, the companies that have actually, you know, the, the homemade, the companies that have gone from a homemade business and done something, you know, with themselves. And I'm going to, I suppose, preface, preface this by saying not everyone that I want to talk about today is actually, um, a cigar box guitar builder. So there are some influences out there, and I'm hoping that what will uh, that what will happen out of this is um, it will inspire people to go and look up these other companies and have a look at what they're doing, um, and see if what they're doing you can translate to what you know to what you're doing with cigar box guitars. Because um, obviously this is the Cigar Box Guitar Builder podcast. I would assume that the majority of people who are listening to the podcast aren't listening just for the sounds of my sultry voice, but uh, are listening because they're interested in um, in cigar bo- building cigar box guitars. Um, so I'm going to, I suppose, run through a list of my top 10, I suppose, top 10 favourite builders. Um and we'll go from there. Cool. Now you can hear the engines off, so I've gotten to work. <laughs> Sitting outside my school at the moment, looking in, going, <sighs> time to go to work. Meetings, stage meetings, fun, fun, fun. Ah, one day, hammer, hammer, hammer. Anyway, um, when we come back, it's going to be, I suppose, my top ten. All right. So let's start off with, I suppose, number one. Well, I'm going to say number one and number two are, I suppose, number one. The first ones, the first ones I'll come to, uh, and these, I suppose, are in no great order of significance, um, but uh, just ones that have have kind of come to mind. Uh, so I suppose number one, and I'll include two people in this. Well. From when I first started get, uh, learning about cigar box guitars, uh, it was definitely Shane Spiel and CB Giddy, straight up. It's it's they were the they were the the two that I really kind of started having a look at, um, uh, looking at uh, videos and and uh, and on YouTube and, uh, and and things like that. Just any any of the, the the bigger companies or the people that seem to be really kind of. Uh, I suppose pushing the game, like put, leading the industry. You know, um, having said that, people that come to my mind um, when I really started pushing into the um, into this into making instruments and learning about uh, how they worked and 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 all sorts of things about them. You know, places like um, uh, Smokehouse CBGs. Um, places like, uh, people like Mick Verko, um, I'll, I'll use that name, he's on my friend list, so, you know, it's, I'm pretty ha- happy to kind of put the name out there, um, from one of the bigger, um, cigar box guitar builder groups, uh, you know, Mick was, Mick's always been, was always happy to kind of lend an ear and, and, uh, say day and, and share things back and forward, he was very good when I first started out, um, you know, and uh, people like you know, a mate of, mate of mine from school, Peter Beck, who was up, who's up in like the Whit Sundays up in 
in Queensland, in Australia. Uh, he's got his own business, um, you know, Harrison Guitars. Um, and, you know, he, he, he does beautiful guitar repairs and things like that. And Pete's always been able to kind of lend an ear and say, uh, say yay and all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, my mate, uh, another mate of mine, uh, Pete from, um, Pete Vivas from uh, Buzzard Guitars. Uh, and Pete's an incredible woodworker. He's, uh, he's one of those amazing blokes. And again, uh, Buzzard Guitars is on my friend list at uh, Adam Harrison. Um, at, you know, at Birdwood Guitars. Um, and, you know, he's one of the local blokes around here in the, in the, uh, in the Blue Mountains that built you know, amazing, amazing instruments, beautiful instruments using uh, locally sourced and, and reclaimed timbers. Um, he does solid body guitars as well. Uh, but the thing I really loved about what he was doing was he would build his own boxes and he, he found or he was able to find, um, he would make his own resonator, uh, resonator tops because what he would actually use would be um, pool siding. Uh, from uh, from above ground pools, and it's the uh, it's the tin siding that instead of being widely corrugated, it was very thinly corrugated. So the the corrugations, if I can use that word, I think I may have word, made a word, made my own word up there. Corrugations, I suppose, um, were very very tight uh, and probably about four millimeters high, about four millimeters separated from point to point, and he was actually able to make really great looking little resonator tops out of this material and it's it's fantastic but it's very old you don't actually find this type of um find that type of tin around um but he had a bit of a stash of that and um he made these beautiful guitars and he used uh you know just anything he had to hand uh, i think screws for you know um uh um fret position markers, um, tacks for the sides of the necks, and, and uh, you know, I mean, the necks were like baseball bats, a couple of the ones that I actually felt, you know, up, up at my local, they, they felt like baseball bats, but his frets were always really nicely done, and, you know, it's, yeah, it, it, he, he did such a lovely job, you know, um, so that was, um, that was Peter Vivas from, um, from, uh, I think, Buzzard Guitars, and, uh, you know, so, they're a couple of the local guys. There's a lot of local local builders around here in the uh, in the Blue Mountains that I really you know that I really looked up to and I saw their work and I thought oh you know that's 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 beautiful work. Um, another one would be Neptune Guitars. That's another local guy from here in the Blue Mountains. Uh, again, you can check him out, look him up online. He, he does beautiful handmade. Uh, a lot of basses, uh, he does six string guitars as well. Um, so he doesn't even build cigar box guitars, he's, he's a solid solid body guitar builder. Um, but, you know, I hope I'm not rambling, but I'm just trying to give these names and maybe a shout out to some of these people who, you know, who, who are out there. So go and check these people out if you get a chance to see and have a look at their work. Um, but going back to like Shane Spiel and CB Giddy, those those were some of the bigger guys that, that were really organised. You know, they had, uh, you know, they were pushing uh, pushing their business, pushing their product, uh, the websites. Um, they really had websites going. They had, um, you know, they had good pro- they had product going in, going out. Um, obviously, I've got, you know, I've, I've been able to interview uh, Ben, uh, Ben Baker from CB Giddy, and... Um, you know, he's just a lovely guy, you know, he's a really, really nice down-to-earth bloke, and I've kind of known him for a good while, um, and, you know, known, known him through Facebook and through, you know, uh, talking back and forth through there, um, but, 
he has like a very strong, you know, very strong looking business. He was one of the first ones that I saw that really kind of made me think, oh wow, okay, he's, you know, this is this that's that's a that's a big shop. And the more more I kind of looked into it, you know, it's he's doing very very well. And I just I wish him all the best luck in the world. Um, now the next one that comes up, and again, it's not necessarily in you know, oh this is the most important, and then less and less. But I've got to say straight up. Um, these guys are probably the ones that I've really looked at and gone, wow, wow. that is just, that's, I, I love what they're doing, and I love the videos they do, they have really, really good quality uh, videos, they do a lot of videos through Vimo, um, you can see a lot of their stuff on YouTube and also through their own website, and it's Daddy Mojo, um, and I, I make no, um, no bones about the fact that I'm a, like, I'm a, I'm a big Daddy Mojo fan, I really have loved what they've um, what they've been doing over the last few years, um, and they've kind of been stepping away a little bit. It seems to be from you know the, those roots instruments, those you know the cigar box guitars and things like that. He's um, uh, Lenny and um, I. I can't quite remember Luca. I think Luca might be his name, the other gentleman. If I've got 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 it wrong, I, I apologise. Um, again, I'm in my car, you know, so I've just I've got my free time and I've got my thinking time. So I apologise. I don't have any papers in front of me or anything. It's just going off memory and stuff that comes to me. And um, and certainly as uh, as a business, they've started with you know with a lot of luck on their side. They had um, uh, you know Playboy magazine uh, do a spread on them. And I don't mean that with tongue in cheek. Uh, in you know, quite a few years ago, which really overnight kind of built their success. You know, in many in many ways. So it was a case of being in the right place at the right time, maybe. But also the the, the quality of their product always. It's I've got one of their cigar box guitars, and it sounds great. It's a really great sounding instrument, um, well put together. Um, you know, and I mean I can't. I, I can't. I certainly can't complain about the guitar. Um, I'm very happy. I think I paid a good, good price for it. It wasn't cheap, but the quality's there, and and I really liked it. And again, it's like I'm, you know, uh, you know, go and check them out if you haven't heard of Daddy Mojo. I don't, you know, I don't know where you've been because I suppose they're one of the biggest cigar box guitar building companies out there. But um, you know, get out there and, and have a little look and see what they've been doing. But some of the things that they're building now and the and the guitars they're building now are certainly um, very retro inspired. They've got a real 19, I don't know, 19 jazzy, 1940s or, you know, jazzy kind of feel about them. There's that early, you know, that early to mid 50s kind of vibe about them as well. Like, you know, it's just really, really lovely instruments. And, um, and I'm certainly a very big fan. Um, certain things that they, you know, that they have been building and certain things that they do, like, um, the, 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 the fret, not fret, the, um, the acoustic pins, uh, in the back of the guitars, it's just very classy, uh, you know, it's, a, a lot of it looks like, you know, it's been put through and, and done really, they must be going into, into the amount that they do, I, I would, be surprised if they weren't using CNCs, but look, I might be wrong. I mean, it's the the instrument that I've got looks like it's been it's been the neck's been rounded on a um, on a, 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 a table router. Certainly looks like it to me, but you know, it's a lovely round. I'd, I'd love to get one. You know, get one that was that diameter myself. It's a, it's a, 
whoops, hope you still there. It's uh, it's 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 a lovely feeling neck. It's not too wide, not too thin. Um, yeah, so Daddy Mojo definitely uh, definitely up there as far as building a business is concerned. And um, and when I come back from posting a guitar to the United States, uh, I'm actually going to uh, talk about another thing that they're current that that they're doing at the moment too. And that's done. <laughs> back in the car. Section number three. Um, yeah, Daddy Mojo. Uh, one of the things that I really like about what um, what they were doing was they realised that to do what they wanted to do, I think they need. They, it's not a case of maybe being able to work out of you know where they lived, and I, I don't know whether that might have been a situation where they maybe lived in a unit or lived in a place that, you know, a house that didn't have room to, uh, to develop a business. So, um, what I really liked about what they did was, um, they created a co-op, uh, with the help of, or joined a co-op. I'm not sure whether they did it or not hundred percent sure whether they did it or whether, um, another group of people did it. But either way, um, they definitely, um, in my opinion, are probably probably the biggest of the names coming out of the, uh, I think the Mile End Guitar Co-op in uh, in Canada. And um, off the top of my head, I can't quite remember the city that they're in. But I mean, if, if you go in and have a look at it, you know, I'm sure you'll you'll be able to see what they're doing. Um, they had to move. Uh, apparently, they had to move the co-op. Uh, sometime I think it might have been last year or something like that but the the, sim- the simple thing is that that they've got a space and instead of doing it all themselves they've gone into it with a group of other builders and um, they've got this they've got this this area that they can actually use they can they can actually they have the space to to I think there's something like eight builders there eight uh, independent um, luthiers uh, you know, ranging from classical guitar builders through to, you know, uh, electric guitar builders and, of course, you know, like Daddy Mojo who do cigar box guitars or Roots-inspired instruments or, I suppose, instruments in that in, in that vein. And what a fantastic idea. What, a, what an amazing, you know, amazingly great idea to be able to move into or go get into a, uh, a place where you can share not just the rent, you know, or the, the bills when they come in, but maybe what you can share is, you know, ideas or if you're having, if you're having trouble, you know, having trouble with something, you can get some help off a, you know, a fellow luthier or offer help or, you know, be there to support each other. And what a, what a wonderful, wonderful idea. And um, it's, it's definitely something that I've kind of got in the back of my mind because I can't see myself, um, I suppose, getting bigger in the place that that I am. You know, even even if I was getting getting the the sales in the you know that I would like to one day be getting, I I don't really have, uh, I don't think I have the environment to be able to take it a lot further than I currently am at the moment. Uh, and if any of you have seen the videos that I do on YouTube and stuff like that, um, you'll see what I mean. It's basically it's a it's a hole underneath the house, and it's not 
uh, it's not ideal, you know, obviously for a big company or for a company that wants to expand uh, and, and get bigger, you know, or even have someone there who's, you know, not family helping you. <laughs> you know, it would be nice to have a work environment with decent, you know, with decent uh, dust extraction and all that sort of stuff, as I said before. So, yeah, Daddy Mojo definitely have been a, a, a very big and continue to be for me a, a, a very big inspiration. I Hopefully, I, I will have the opportunity to, um, uh, you know, to interview them um, down the track. Uh, another person who is also very inspiring for me is, you know, and to a, to a smaller extent, and I don't mean that, I certainly don't mean that with any disrespect, but it is John Nickel, uh, you know, who's in the States. Um, he has, you know, he's had a business, he's, he's run a business in the States, you know, where he was able to, um, you know, produce and sell uh, instruments of you know uh, of you know a uh, uh, wonderful instruments and you know and he's a, he's a fretted player he doesn't he doesn't play a lot with slide as he as he freely admits uh, you know on on you know one of his albums uh, <laughs> at the end of the album he's 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 playing it playing a show and he he says oh you know it's 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 up to the effect of oh, it's got to be a fretted instrument or something like that he, he's tried to play slide for twenty years and you know frets are just better so. Uh, but he he's been he's been a great inspiration for me as well, and not 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 uh, not in the least as far as as where pickup placements, uh, PZO pickup placements are concerned, and and things like that. You know, so that's uh, listening to him and and uh, you know, and if if you haven't had a listen to the podcast uh, back when I was interviewing, had the opportunity to interview John Nickel, do yourself a favour and, and go and listen to that. You know, if I can quote Molly Meldrum. You know, do yourself a favour. Go and have a listen to that because between him and uh, Mike Snowden, who I will get to next, um, they've certainly helped me to vastly improve the tone of my piezo-powered instruments uh, to the point now where I, I'm I'm actually absolutely loving building piezo instruments again because of the the raucous. Um, crazy, you know, e- expressive tone that I'm getting out of the, the simplest of piezo disc, um, you know, uh, uh, acoustic pickups. Uh, it's it's just incredible. So you know, it's uh, big hats off to you know to John Nickel for that. And John's also, uh, as I said, he's an incredible player, and um, uh, he's just he's just such a wonderful player. He's just he's very expressive in his style. And go and check his videos out. His videos are available out on on, on YouTube. Go and check him out on Facebook. Uh, definitely a, a player and a builder. Um, and another person, of course, who is also uh, an amazing player and builder is Mike Snowden. Uh, Mike Snowden again, who I've had the opportunity to interview. Uh, so open and, and, and honest about, you know, where he's, you know, about his history, about, you know, being in the music business and, and almost striking the big time with his band and and all of a sudden, you know, deciding, you know, this isn't for me, I'm, I'm, I'm killing myself and I don't want to do it anymore and, and then having a big break. Uh, but Mike's got a, a really great range of videos out there on, um, on YouTube 
there's a, there's a couple of videos there where he's uh, he's had a couple of specials done by the looks of it uh, by some independent um, broadcasters or independent companies um, who just take you through and he explains what he does. Uh, a couple of the videos are, I think one's Craftsmanship, might be Craftsmanship magazine or something like that. It's one of those things. But if you if you look up. Mike Snowden on YouTube, there is a, a huge range of, of, um, uh, of videos of him demonstrating his guitars, playing his guitars, playing his songs, showing you how to play some of his songs. Uh, his website is very comprehensive. Uh, he's got beautiful guitars that he, you know, that he sells all around the world, uh, and he has sold to, you know, some, some great, you know, players and movie stars and. Uh, as he mentioned on the interview that I did with him, you know, uh, Ozzy Osbourne, you know, had the opportunity, he had the opportunity to meet at his place with Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne and Jack Osbourne turned up and, and did a special with him, uh, you know, and, and they've got one of his guitars as well. And, you know, he's doing great guns for himself. He's, he's, he's doing such a, such a great job and he's such a nice bloke. And uh, definitely get out there and have a uh, have a chance, give yourself a chance and have a, have a sit down and watch those videos that he does. Probably my favourite video was a very old one from about maybe eight or nine years ago. Um, could be about eight years ago or something like that. It was It's about a 21 minute long uh, YouTube video where he really takes you through what he does and how he builds his guitars and um, it's, I'm not sure who it was with or if it was you know, done just for him or whether it was done for a TV show or a special or, or whatever it was done for. But it's very comprehensive. He shows you how he how he does his necks and he's very open about it and he's very giving. So, you know, for those builders out there who, who are looking and, uh, you know, and he frets his guitars beautifully, his, his, his instruments. And I, I know that because one of my customers, a customer in New Zealand um, who's bought one of my guitars, we were having a chat and uh, he actually has, uh, he, he'd also just purchased a, a guitar from Mike Snowden as well. And, uh, and he was, yeah, he was wrapped. He was very, very happy with it. So I can, I can hear firsthand from one of my customers who, uh, you know, who, who's also a fan of his guitars too. So uh, get out there and, and, and check out uh, Mike Snowden. Um, sticking with another bloke whose name starts with M, there'd be Mark Wilmot. So Mark Wilmot uh, from MRWS. Uh, now Mark Wilmot's kind, you know, he's he's over here in Australia and he has MRWS and he sells parts and equipment for guitars and cigar box guitars. He sells kits. He sells uh, instruments as well. Although he, you know, he freely admits to not having a huge amount of time to, you know, to build. But he's been doing a lot of building recently he's been building some solid body guitars um, he does beautiful laminates uh, laminated necks uh, multi-piece bodies uh, he is he's a real craftsman and uh, he's he's got a woodworking uh, carpentry background so the guy knows what he's doing you know he, he can put together a few bits of wood and, and definitely come up with you know with something special um, get out there and you know and have a look at what he's doing now that he's got videos on through Facebook um, so you can look him up on Facebook, MRWS. Um, you know, obviously, you know, if you're looking for parts and things like that, you know, he, he's there. But I'm not necessarily talking about the parts and equipment stuff. I'm talking about the guitars. And, and he's got some really cool little demo videos that he's done. But one of my favorite videos that he has actually done, and 
you may have to look him up on YouTube, uh, not YouTube, you may have to look him up on Facebook. I'm not 100% sure whether he's on YouTube with this, but he has a really great um, speed video. And I may have mentioned this in a much earlier episode of the Cigar Box Guitar Builder podcast. Um, he has a uh, he has a video which has been sped up, and it's how he actually shapes his uh, multi laminate necks. Now it is definitely worth having a look at. Um, he uses a range of tools, you know, ranging from chisels uh, through to um, uh, dragon rasps, which are the um, triangular shaped uh, uh, files, um, which are really great. I, I would love to invest in something something like that. Uh, he is he is an artist. He's a real artist, and you watch him work, and he, he builds beautiful instruments. And it's you know, and it's you know, he's a good you know, he's he's a good bloke. He's a really good bloke, and he's always so open with his with with suggestions and his time. And uh, he's been great and just ir- irrelevant of MRWS. Um, you know, if, if he also has Devil's Hand Instruments, so go and look up Devil's Hand Instruments. And if you you know, if you're not going to buy a buy a Birdwood guitar, go and buy a Devil's Hand Instrument because he's you know he's he's a great, he's really a, a, just a wonderful builder. And I, I truly and, and honestly support Mark uh, in any endeavour he does. He's just uh, he's just a real gentleman and a really nice bloke. Um, so it, obviously he builds cigar box guitars as well, but he's really focused lately on um, on the solid body guitars. And again, his videos are mostly through Facebook. Um, also, you can catch him on Instagram. I haven't mentioned Instagram a lot, which is a real pity because quite a few of these uh, quite a few of these builders are actually um, putting a lot of stuff up on on Instagram as well. So um, you know, Instagram is dead, and it's Insta- I'm finding myself posting more actually on as Birdwood Guitars um, as through Instagram uh, because I can link it directly to my you know to my page on Facebook so I'm able to communicate with my customers uh, or the people who are interested in, in my product um, through the, you know the Birdwood Birdwood Guitars and CBG's page so that is handy if you haven't uh, if you've got yourself a Facebook uh, page for your your instruments and you're on Instagram, you can actually link them up so that you can post really interesting pictures. And, you know, I don't have anything against um, the playing around with focus and stuff like that and making the pictures look great because I think sometimes you can create a sense of mood. If you've got an idea of, oh, this is, this is the mood my instrument kind of has. This is the mood I have when I play this instrument or when I build this instrument. It's kind of got a bit of a mysterious vibe about it or it has a really electric vibe about it. And, and, you know, there's... You'll have probably normal pictures if you want normal pictures, but I love looking at sometimes at the at the pictures that have you know you've had a go at the at the editing and you've you've messed with the um, you've messed with the focus a little bit or you've messed with the you know the the the, the saturation of the colours or something like that. I mean, people aren't stupid. They have a look at the picture and they can see it's been doctored a little bit. But I think the thing with with Instagram, which I, I really love, is that you can create a real sense of mood or uh, excitement or you know or mystique 
through using these through using the different filters and I suppose if people really no one's going to like I'm not going to look at someone's guitar on Facebook or on, on YouTube and just buy it just off that you know I mean I'll go to the website I'll look at the pictures I'll go okay well this is what it looks like in the daylight you know that that's what it looks like it's you know but I can see where the artist or the artistry has come through in the photograph and I can look at that and go oh yeah I can see why he's made that a bit rustic looking or I can see why he's put a bit of a frame around that or you know and sometimes oh I can see why he put that big blurry smudge over the big scratch on the box okay I can see that yeah but that's why you go in and that's why you have a look at it and adjust the filters and stuff and then go you know look at the filtered work and then go you know and and look at the real thing on their on their pages or on their on their website you know so anyway, I digress. I'm not talking necessarily just about you know photographs. Maybe that might be another, maybe that might be another episode, you know, um, of what to do. But I'm certainly no expert in it. But I just play around with it and have a bit of fun with it. Anyway, but Mark, yeah, Mark has got some really great, um, really great uh, little videos out there, and his pictures through Instagram are very, very cool. Uh, Devil's Hand uh, Workshop. Uh, uh, mortal coil pickups. Um, there's a lot happening there, so go and check. Go and check out uh, Mark Wilmot and um, at you know through MRWS if you wish to, and for parts, but also you know obviously for inspiration about building great guitars. He's a he's a great go-to guy. Oh wow! Talking, talking, talking. Have a bit of a swig of my coffee. Cops just shot past me, doing about 450 kilometres an hour. I wonder who they're getting. No, I'm not going to chase them and go after them and see what they're doing. As long as it's not going to hold me up on my travels. Anywho, next. Gosh, so who have we spoken about? We've spoken about Shane Spear. We've spoken about CB Giddy as a, as, a, as a business, which is really, you know, a really a big thing. Nigel McTrustry. Nigel McTrustry. Wow. Okay. Um... All right, I'm going to group two people in together here for this for this particular one. How many is this? Is this like six? I think this is number six. You got Shane Spiel and CB Giddy. We spoke about Daddy Mojo. We spoke about uh, who we spoke about uh, John Nickel. We've spoken about uh, Mike, and we've spoken about Mark. Number six. So this has got to be it. Nigel McTrustry and uh, Pat. Um, uh, Pat Curley. So I'm going to bung these two guys in together because I'm telling you what, you can you can definitely go. I'll need to do this too because I need to talk about a few other people. But Nigel McTrustry, what a great guy and what a fantastic builder. And I really love Nigel's guitars because they just you just know Nigel's guitars like with the big bolt at the top and the and the eye hole you know uh, string retainers and that you know he uses good quality parts, good quality pickups. Uh, you know, fretless, fretless necks. Um, he really has a look about what he does. He doesn't do box corners or anything like that. It's, but what he does do, and I like the fact that he doesn't do the box corners on his instruments. And one of the reasons that I like that is, in all honesty, I think because. I think it would end up becoming overkill, you know, with you know, with his with his guitars, because one of the things that he does do, and he does do so beautifully well, is use antique keys as the bridge. Now that's really clever too, because it's very easy to earth an antique key, because let's face it, it's a big old piece of metal, 
and your strings are going to go through that big old piece of metal and get earth. It's going to be great, right? So let's let's face it. It's you know it's it's a no-brainer to use something like that. But the thing that I really love about it is he's you know he really approaches his instruments with um, they're all they're all unique. They all follow the same flavour. They all have the same kind of the same look about them or vibe maybe vibe's the better word but um, they definitely have a, a, a real mojo about them and they sound great you know and the reason I know that is because he's got a thousand videos out there so he's one of those great builders he's also a great player so he's one of those people that can get out there and he can go and do a show and he has a band and he plays with his band and he plays out and he'll do independent gigs and he's a real muso you know and he's also a muso who builds great great cigar box guitars and he doesn't pretend that they're anything else they're just a great fretless cigar box guitar uh he uses good quality pickups his uh bracing on the inside of his boxes is really great uh you know as far as the cigar box guitars as cigar box guitars go um in australia um he's certainly uh, you know, one of the premium builders in Oz, uh, you know, if not one of the premium builders out there, you know, uh, he's definitely, um, he's just a really nice guy to deal with too. And I remember interviewing Nigel and he was just such a nice interview as well. And uh, he's he's heading on down to see Shane Sol, I believe, down in Yakandanda uh, in November, um, going down to support uh, the, the Cigar Box Guitar Festival that's going to be going on down there. Um, so you know, I just wish the guy all the best of luck and, and get on his get on his um, cigar box guitar Australia, I believe it's called. Um, this is again, this is off the top of my head while I'm driving. Um, but get on there and have a look at cigar box guitar Australia. It uh, he's got a great range of guitars. Um, he doesn't have them uh, the, all the guitars on the site. They're not all available, but if you contact him, he can actually build them. Uh, build them for you based on those specs. So you know, uh, and he's he's got a he's got a good turnaround as well uh, of build time. And people might be saying at this point, Adam, what the hell are you doing? Why are you out there? Why are you promoting other businesses? Like I'm I'm not this episode of the Cigar Box Guitar Builder podcast is not necessarily about promoting my business, which is Birdwood Guitars. <laughs> It is about promoting those people who have inspired me. So for those people who have inspired me, those cigar box guitar builders, um, you know, this this episode, I suppose, is for you guys. Um, you know, and it's it's me giving a little bit back to you and saying thank you to you guys as as builders. And you may not be listening to this, and you know, they're all a lot of people are very busy, so that's all fine. That's okay, um, but. You know, there's a lot of thanks that I've got for a lot of people out there for helping me get to where I've gotten with, you know, with my business and that are helping me, you know, through inspiration and through me watching what they're doing, inspiring me to go and do better and better and better with my business, you know, and, you know, Nigel McTrustery is just, he's, he's one of those guys. He's, he's just a really great builder who just barrels forward and the thing that I get the most from Nigel is uh, a wanting to learn uh, to be more positive and to be more, um, I suppose, uh, confident 
in you know in my own in my own performing abilities. I mean, I'm confident to build. I'm happy to build. I'll put my put my guitars up against you know with, with respect. I'll put my guitars up against anybody, and we'll have a play, and we'll have a jam, and they'll perform well. Um, but. But I um, just got passed by another copper. Um, but I, um, I'm yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm not terrified of performing in public. But I, I definitely have uh, have my own issues as far as performing in public are concerned. So uh, must be something big going on because the police are zipping through the traffic like crazy. Good thoughts, putting good thoughts out there. Hope everything's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, so where are we up to now with all of the traffic flying around me? Um, other notable builders, um, Hobo 63. Um, definitely, it's not... I I'm, won't include them on the list so so much, but as far as building is concerned and doing retro-style guitars are concerned, I'm, I'm definitely going to put a shout-out to, to, to a few of these guys. So Hobo 63, go and check out their work. He is wonderful. He God, he built... He, I think he's from... I think he's from the Netherlands. No, Finland. I'm sure he's from Finland or somewhere like that. So, I, I and I apologise if I've got the country wrong. I, you know, um, but he builds really awesome retro-inspired and looking instruments. You know, with that that look beat up and they've just got a real cool vibe about them and a real cool mojo about them. And you know, if I could get one of those guitars, I, I and add that to, to my collection along with any of the other instruments out there that I've spoken about today, uh, you know, builders that I've spoken about today, he's definitely one of them. Uh, another one is, um, is Rod from, uh, Rod's Guitars. Uh, Rod builds blues, very heavily blues inspired, um, handmade instruments, uh, mostly fretless, uh, mostly made from, uh, his own boxes. He builds his own boxes. He uses tin pans. He hand paints them. Um, so Rod's Rod's guitars. I believe it's called. I really should make sure and try and get some links for all of these uh, for all of these people that I'm talking about. Um, yeah. So yeah, Rod's guitars. I'm sure it's 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 called that. And he he just does. I love his guitars. And he also does furniture. Uh, he does. Um, uh, uh, kind of rock and roll, kind of roots and uh, blues inspired, and rock and roll inspired, and, uh, and bashed about furniture, and it's you know, and I don't, I'm trying to think where he where he is. I think he's from the UK. I think off the top of my head, he's from the UK, but he's definitely a builder worth checking out. If you haven't seen his stuff, he's on Instagram as well uh, as Facebook. Uh, I haven't seen him do any videos. But just as far as pictures are concerned, um, get out there and have a look at those ones. Um, so there are two more, and uh, and I'm home. I'm gonna go. I've got to go back into the shop and build some, build some of my own guitars now. And uh, so I'll, I'll I'm gonna keep going with this um, tomorrow. Cool. Okay. Groovy. And I'm back in the shop and. Almost at the end, so we're almost hitting the, the hour mark. We're on 51 minutes. We're on 51 minutes, and yes, I was talking about Nigel Betrustry and Pat Curley. And Pat Curley has a huge range of videos on YouTube, uh, 
all about how to play cigar box guitar. Now, I interviewed Pat Curley earlier in the, I suppose, earlier in the, uh, well, it was actually one of the first interviews that I actually did for the Cigar Box Guitar Builder podcast. And Pat was just such a lovely giving guy. Um, he has a website called Learn Cigar Box Guitar or Play Cigar Box Guitar. Look up Pat Curley. Pat Curley on, on my Facebook and you're going to find him. Now, there's two different... Um, there's two different ways to, to get involved with, with, with Pat Curley and learn Cigar Box Guitar or Play Cigar Box Guitar. Gosh, look it up. It's on. It's, if you Google it, you'll find it, Pat Curley. All right. Here's the thing. You can have a look at a lot of his stuff for free or... You can pay about 60 bucks Australian and you can basically be on, be on it for life and you can actually get all of the lessons. And there are so, so, so many lessons. Um, he is a really great teacher and he is actually a teacher. Um, and he takes you from the very, uh, I suppose, the very beginnings of playing the cigar box guitar um, up to ex extended lessons um, and more involved lessons. He does uh, a lot of um, a lot of posts through, you know, through YouTube. Uh, and he does, and this is a really good thing, he puts a lot of his stuff up for free anyway. Um, so, you know, if, if, if you're um, a little hard up at the moment, but you want to still learn some great cigar box guitar songs. Um, you know, Nigel McTrustry on his YouTube channel have a lot, he has a lot of songs. There's no charge for those. Um, and uh, Pat Curley has a lot of uh, free videos as well. Um, but if you want more, you can get a heck of a lot more. Uh, a heck of a lot more um, videos. Uh, lessons with Pat Curley. Um, so I needed to get back to that because I know I, I jumped forward and I, I had a chat about, a chat about um, Hobo 63 and um, and uh, 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 Rod's guitars, but I needed to come back to Pat. So look, technically I think we're actually up to 9 and 10 um, because we're hitting the hour mark. Now... I may do another podcast, you know, maybe when we hit episode 40, um, I'll do some more because I'm constantly looking for more people, you know, who inspire me to do bigger and better things. So, um, you know, so we'll move forward. There's two more that I wanted to chat about. Um, if you listen to podcasts, you know that I've um, mentioned this particular uh, podcast that I'm going to talk about now. I've mentioned it quite a few times. I've quoted from it. Um, it's gone through, it's now in its third incarnation. Um, and starting at the very beginning, it was, it's, it's always been run by, uh, a gentleman named, um, Paul Roney from uh, a company called Roney Guitars. Now at the moment to the, and when I say this, it is to the best of my knowledge, he at the moment isn't. Uh, he doesn't have a Roni guitars at the moment. He actually folded up the shop, and he's gone. He's working now with Veritas, I think, guitars in the state up in Portland, I think, in Oregon. Um, 
but he has run the cigar. Uh, he has run the um, the Luthierist podcast uh, for probably about three years now. I want to say about three years. Um, he started with uh, another person um, uh, at the time, and then when that person left the show, he has um, he teamed up with Sully from Sully's Guitars, um, and they were. <laughs> they were a, a, a gem of a uh, of a podcasting couple. Um, they were absolutely great, really fantastic, um, really really fantastic uh, banter between the two of them. Um, it wasn't all based on interviewing lots of people. It was really, in a lot of cases, just the two of them talking shop, um, which I quite miss because Sully's left the show now. Um, and with that has left a little bit of the larrikinism in a way, but at the same time, I still think Paul's doing a really great job. Um, I'm still, uh, I'm a supporter of the pod, of their, um, of the podcast and a patron of the podcast, and I will continue to support the show. Um, I don't support it with a huge amount of money. I'm not, I'm not wealthy, but I, I am open, uh, openly, uh, happy to support support the program um he has a wonderful he's been doing a wonderful job uh interviewing a lot of people but i kind of really wish that i could find out more about what's happening with him because i actually really like him as a builder so if you've got a chance go and find roni guitars r-h-o-n-e-y or as he jokes around r honey guitars that's an easy way to remember it uh roni guitars go and have a look at what he's doing uh what he was doing um i'm hoping um that he's going to do it again because uh, his work is beautiful, as is Sully's. Now, Sully Guitar, go and check out Sully. uh, Sully Guitars as well. Sully has a a really big range of videos. uh, Sully's Guitar Garage, go and check that out. I'm now going over 10, so it doesn't matter, whatever. Um, And I'm talking six-string guitar instruments now. I've gone beyond um, the Cigar Box guitar instruments, but if you want to know about Luthiery, these are the guys that I really, that really inspire me to build great guitars. And I want to build great guitars. And I, you know, they're the guys that are, I'm really looking at, at, at saying, that's, that's how good I want to be. I want to be that good. You know, um, as far as uh, six strings, four string solid body guitars that I'm building at the moment, um, they're the guys I'm looking to and going, I really, you know, really want to be uh, that kind of, um, that kind of builder. Um, Sully, yeah, Sully does an amazing job. He works basically out of his garage, uh, but he is—he's uh, been working in conjunction with um, uh, um, uh, GJ Two Grover Jackson uh, from X Jackson Guitars, um, and they've been—they've been doing amazing things uh, together. And Sully builds his own amazingly beautiful range of of electric guitars as well, uh, and basses, if you ask him. Um, and finally, but definitely not least, uh, probably one of the most inspirational builders and companies that, that, um, that I, I really do support. I, I, you know, I, I, I've listened to the podcasts that they do, the video cast they do, uh, and it's got to be Crimson Guitars, uh, 
Ben Crow from Crimson Guitars is a master luthier. I don't, I don't like the term very much, but he is somebody who I would definitely consider say is a master luthier. He is just incredible. Um, I'm sure everyone who's listening to this has, has had a chance to, you know, to 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 have a look. But if you haven't, uh, if you don't watch guitar or a six string electric guitar or electric guitar related um, podcasts and YouTube clips and things like that, please go and have a look. He's got, th- he's got thousands of videos stemming from 10 years ago when he was in his little garage. He's incredibly inspirational as, as a company. He's gone from working in his, sh- working basically in a shed in the back, in his backyard to building a- an enormously, from what I can see, successful business of uh, building tools, um, building electric guitars uh, and also teaching and training and it, it, totally inspirational uh, and, and, and incredible and amazing and definitely worth your time I believe going and having a look at you know at what he is doing and what they are doing there at, at Crimson Guitars uh, they are based in I think Dorset in the UK um, and yeah and gosh I could there's other people now who are starting to spring to mind. Um, Aussie builders who... Uh, another Aussie builder who just who, who blows me away. Um, I'm going to kick myself now because I cannot... I cannot think of his name. Andrew from... Uh, I'm going to kick myself. I'm going to kick myself. I'm going to find out because I have to say his name because he just he's he's such an inspiring electric guitar builder. Give me a mo. It's Harvester Guitars. I didn't even have to. I just turned this thing off to go and have a look and then it just clicked and hit me. It's Harvester Guitars. Um yeah, wow. Uh blending blending um <sighs> Tesco style inspired instruments with with offset body guitars and uh, and go and have a look at those guys, especially Aussie, uh, the Aussie listeners. Go and have a look at, um, at at Harvester Guitars at what he's doing down there in Melbourne. Um, blow your socks off. My socks have been blown off. Thank you for listening. Thank you for um, uh, your patronage. Thank you for um, signing and subscribing. Please go to the iTunes site and and give if you like the show, give the show five stars. Um, it certainly helps. Um, we are building a wonderful uh, little following of, of amazing people. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to me rant today about the people who inspire me. Uh, and maybe, you know, uh, I'll do it again sometime. Please go to the go to the um, to the group Cigarbox Guitar Builder Podcast. Sign up for the group. Um, share the people who inspire you, please. Um, this has been Adam from Birdwood Guitars. And uh, thank you for listening to the Scarborough Guitar Builder Podcast.